Hi, I'm Lisa Kennedy and you're listening to The Bra and the Brave. This podcast celebrates the creative and the courageous. I am fascinated by those who are talented, forward-thinking and inquisitive. Sharing their stories, wisdom and everything in between, The Bra and the Brave is about people and their passions. So on to today's episode. What day is it? It's Wednesday. Yes. And I'm delighted to say that I'm speaking to not one, but two people on the podcast this morning. I am thrilled to be speaking to two wonderful human beings from Ground Swell, Scotland. Welcome, Abby Nash and Sally Harris. Hi. And bears. <laughs> and all my word technology and that. It's it's giving us the runaround this morning. I've also given you the wrong phone number to phone for help. So <laughs> Oh my word, so many questions about Groundswell Scotland. Um, I discovered you like I do quite often with people that have been on the podcast on Instagram and just was so intrigued with what you're up to. And it's uh, like I was saying to Sally before we started recording, it's a world away from anything that I know. I'm a total wish that you'll not get me in the sea any day soon, although Sally's already started to convince me that it might be a good idea. So I'm just really excited to learn about what you, you guys do. So I'm going to come to you first, Sally, as founder. I need your like best elevator pitch, like almost if you could, if you were going on Dragon's Den and you you had like you know a couple of seconds just to hit them in the face with Groundswell Scotland. What would you say? So Groundswell Scotland was created to hold a safe space for healing journeys for women to aim to make people more confident and happy and to have a lot of fun and freedom and to find the best version of yourself. And it's through going in the sea and going surfing and lots of other cool stuff too. What an elevator pitch. That was impressive. You've done that before. <laughs> um, well, I actually just made some notes in case I forgot. No, <laughs> so you're a pro. I'm kind of reading it a wee bit. But it's all stuff that I really like doing. So I find it easy to talk about. I'm a surfer and I've been a passionate surfer for over 20 years. And it's really been a journey of like woe and self-criticizing and then learning. Actually, I just love doing it and it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. And just being really grateful to be physically fit and live by the sea and to be able to go in. So I love to share that with um, other people and it's quite a male-dominated sport so it's really nice to be able to share it with other women who bring like a lot of fun and peace into the water and can, can sometimes combat some of the aggression that you can see from some people in the water. It's not always like that but it's really nice to surf with other women. Gosh, like the passion for it just totally oozes out you and I'm excited to learn all about what you've managed to achieve in the time that you've set up Groundswell Scotland. But coming to you first, Abby, before you found your journey towards Groundswell Scotland and became a part of it and, you know, a very valued part of it, of course, what is your background in terms of outdoors and being active and enjoying the sea? Well, I grew up and I was pretty much through in the water at a very young age. Um, I did a lot of water skiing and water sports with my family growing up. So I grew up on the west coast of Loch Lomondway. And um, every weekend we were out water skiing or sailing or climbing a mountain or um, just basically outside getting wet and dirty and a bit mingy. And um, I just love it. It's just in the blood, I guess. Um I'm not very good at being indoors and I'm not very good at sitting still and um, it frustrates the hell out of Nashi. 
he loves a quiet Sunday sometimes, but I'm like, come on, let's go outside, let's go for a walk, let's go down to the water, let's go for a dip. Um, so yeah, and um, I met Sally um, a year ago, and she's just the best person in the world, such a kind soul with the biggest heart, and um, you can't help but be uh, sucked into it all, but um, the... <laughs> I wanted to be there, don't get me wrong. Um, but um, oh, surfing for me is just like the best thing in the world. You just feel alive, you feel invigorated, energized. It's just, and when you're surrounded by such amazing people, like minded, and they're so encouraging and supportive, it's just a, a really lovely place to be. Wonderful. And you did mention your husband, Nashi, who has also been on the Brown the Brave. And I love how he sells that idea that he's nonstop, but really you're telling us he loves a bit of a chill out Sunday where it's you that's driving all this outdoor adventure. I love that. It's all coming out now. <laughs> no, he's very driven and motivated, but um, I uh, I am a bit relentless too, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> love it. Well, that's what I was saying to Sally before you come on. I'm constantly like waking him up and looking at Instagram and he's the first person that comes up because he's been in the sea before any of us have even like opened one eye. <laughs> to be honest, I'm not going to lie. I'm a bit um, intimidated by the dark and the water and things like that. If I'm with others, totally cool, but um, not on my own like he does. So it's impressive. <laughs> but that's a point, actually, what you're saying, Abby, about that intimidation of maybe going into the sea in darkness like we see your husband Nashi out and it seems like it's still the middle of the night and he's diving into the water for me that's that's the sea the outdoors to a certain extent is a bit overwhelming and a bit like oh I'm not sure that's a world that I can be involved in but already speaking to you both I'm getting a vibe of Groundswell Scotland is this inclusive supportive space that you don't need to come having known it all and be somebody that's a water baby so Sally what really was the kind of impetus for starting Groundswell Scotland. I mean, obviously you have a love for the outdoors and being in the water, and but I, I understand that it's all about surf therapy and about com- creating like almost like a community for women. Yeah, that's right. Um, I guess it's just honouring people's individual journeys and just like rooting into sort of a value base, I guess, that I've had growing up um, about inclusion. I've worked in youth work for a really long time and community education and um, I really just like to see people getting chances in life and I guess sharing a passion and having an opportunity to thrive and grow and be your best version of yourself through doing something that's fun and getting back to playing, like back to your roots of being able to have fun because it's a pretty serious world that we live in, you know, and you can easily get bogged down and find it really difficult to leave the house. And it's an inclusive place that, you know, if you've not been surfing or not been to the sea, We have like quite a bit of time at the start, like um, a kind of circle where we do our groundswell groundings and it's just respecting each other and learning to give and receive kind of compliments and love in a way. And then we make an intention around what we want to get out of the session, which kind of is a reflection of what you want to get out of in life. And the sea is such a beautiful mirror in that way of you know what maybe it might be calm or it might be like adrenaline or it might be a buzz or it's stoke or it might be yeah just whatever you know whatever it is that you want but it also might be what do you want to leave on the beach like what do you not want to have in your life so it's kind of quite accessible language and it's for everyone it's not for people that have de- you know been cold water swimming all the time or any of the sports or surfing before so we do a bit of movement and yoga and get warmed up and 
do some surf journaling and then we go in the sea and you have a sort of surf sister buddy so you have someone to chat to on the way down maybe you're helping each other carry boards down and get to know that person a little bit and look out for each other in the surf as well and um, you know just making sure that each other's safety is okay and we actually really for beginners just go up to maybe like your waist depth so we're like really not out in the middle of the sea out of your depth or anything like that and if, if you're not doing well we've got loads of techniques like just tuning into your senses like just see noticing what you can really see and hear and smell and touch and really like if the anxiety comes up that you've maybe had in your life anyway you've got someone there to support you with that and literally helping you to work through what an what anxiety is in your body and letting it go into the sea in a safe place and then remembering these techniques when you're back in your own home or in your workplace or wherever it is and being able to use some of the breathing or some of the like letting go or tuning into your senses so um surfing's a big part of it but the rest of it's like just a bit as big a part like learning how to look after your own mental health and physical health and doing that for yourself but also doing it in collaboration with other people and having that community to support you as well I think one of the best things is as well is that it's a group of women that you know they come together not knowing one another and they are so open and honest and brave and um the people just are really really willing to share and express their feelings and emotions and I think that really brings everyone together and closes a group and then even just moving forward into the sea it's just beautiful and you just even the the groundswell team themselves like we're there we're joining in we're just a part of it as much as anyone else we're not leading we're just we're part of it um and uh, we're there to share our thoughts and feelings too which just makes I think the group stronger and a better place to be it's lovely and if you don't want to you've got like an opportunity just to be quiet and people hold you in that space um but really one of the things that's quite funny that why it came up for women surfing because there's there was hardly any women surfing and I was like oh I need to get some friends who are women in the sea and I met these two two women like Laura and Caroline they they were both from Glasgow and they used to come through to the east coast and we had such a good laugh and we started up this like joke thing called the Joxy Girls and it was a uh, basically taking the mickey out of the Roxy Girls who had this like learn to surf video made in Hawaii at the time where they're bouncing about in their bikinis totally like oh surfing's amazing you just paddle and pop and get up and we were like snotty and had these hoods on and we, there was kelp and we we're like trying to like paddle and walk and there's frost and everything on the ground you can't get your wetsuit boots off in the winter and your fingers are all bending because the technology of wetsuits was even worse then and we're like oh we'll have the joxy girls version which is like the spoof version of the roxy girls and it was so fun you know we like all went like learned skating together and did like a wee festival and um did like quite a lot of trips and I think like quite a lot of the ideas from um groundswell for me came from that as well as like doing out door education and community education for kids and um it all just came together like with such synchro destiny in 2018 when I managed to get in touch with a woman called Natalie Small who was running groundswell in San Diego at the time and um I'd been mucking about with a groundswell logo from 2016 I just had this faint idea in the back of my mind and I was running the surf lifesaving club in Dunbar at the time I'd started it and it um it was quite a lot of time in my own spare time. 30 kids were coming and we had loads of coaches and we were teaching people to be beach lifeguards. And um, I was just like, I think there's something there that I want to actually really, really do. So 
I managed to get the club to be sustainable and left that this year and managed to put like a lot more time into groundswell. And in 2018, Natalie was in Bilbao doing some surf therapy work and she decided to get a flight over to Scotland in February. And she's like from San Diego where it's really warm on the Mexican border. And we got her like in a six mil, mil wetsuit and got her out into the North Sea. And she was like, it's the coldest she's ever been in surfing, you know. Um, but she totally loved it. And we Invited a few people and um, Groundswell Scotland was born then in September 2018 and started a few community sessions um, once a month after. No, the initial thing we did then was a sort of pilot project with um, an association with the Ridge Dunbar, who's just this amazing um, charity that supports so many different people in Dunbar, people who are unemployed and homeless and have mental health problems. So we had a, like this really awesome diverse group of women came and in, into the sea and um, a few surf sisters came and helped just people who I knew that surfed and supported the group and then we planned and had our first surf festival in 2019 in September and that's when I met Abby and basically the whole team was formed from that surf festival and loads of folk came like maybe about 50 over the weekend back in the days when we were actually allowed to see people and be close to them and then um, we honestly we, it was ridiculous we had amazing surf it was really sunny at one point there was like rainbows and like unicorns and everything like that happening <laughs> maybe not the unicorns but it was like literally like the most perfect weekend and we had fire and music and um like the women from the surf therapy program came along it was just stunning and um just that vibe I knew that this works like really important in the world um and from there, like this team was sort of born of just people that really wanted to support Groundswell moving forward. Um, and everyone who, you know, the people that signed up then are still with us now. Um, and Abby just stepped even closer into it to help to form the community interest company because we're a non-profit and like all registered now. And we're totally aligned with what they're doing in America with like Natalie's Groundswell and we do our facilitator training with them and have a curriculum that's all based about belonging in the sea with different themes. There's also a programme in Peru and Cuba and now in Cornwall and Portugal and like it's sort of growing a little bit and all of these um, women are sort of joined up through the love of Mother Ocean and healing and you know leading a life that they want to live. Oh wow I mean the fact that you know it just started with a seed of an idea and you could have kept that to yourself or that small group of people that you'd connected with but the fact that you've opened it up and made it almost like formalize it in a sense that you've made it more inclusive and more of a community and you're inviting other people to be part of that that takes work that takes a lot of organization but the passion just rings true like it sounds like you're just so passionate about it you want everybody who wants to be part of this to be able to have the opportunity to and for you Abby what kind of was the impetus for you to join Groundswell because I guess you were already living that active life you were already getting in the sea what made you decide to become part of this community well I'd done surfing in my 20s and I loved it and um obviously met Nashi had babies kind of get wrapped up in that kind of lifestyle and so you know the kids have grown up a wee bit um they're still young but you know you start to kind of find your feet a wee bit and I was like oh, I'm just desperate to do some more surfing and when the surfing festival 
came up, I was just like, yes, please. And thankfully, I was quick enough off the mark to get my tickets because they sold out so quickly. Um, but uh, yeah, I just loved everything about it. I love surfing. As I said, I love being in the sea. But um, I, I love how it makes me feel. I love the joy that it brings others, um, bringing the group together and seeing the best out of them, just seeing people buzzing, um, knowing that you're just doing good things for the community as a whole. And also, as you say, it's just getting more women into the sea and surfing because I think it's quite a almost intimidating sport. Everyone's like, oh, you've got to be really cool to do it. Or, um, you know, and also, to be honest, it's a really hard thing to do. It's not it, – surfing takes a lot of effort to be good at, and I'm still very much learning now. And I think that can put people off as well. So it's just having a supportive group. And then um, for me, and uh, like Sally and I talked about this before – I've come back into surfing and I've been lucky enough to be surrounded by just the best group of women who are so encouraging and like supporting you, encouraging you, telling you how to improve your techniques. And I haven't had to experience any of the aggression or um, anything like that from others. I've only had brilliant experiences because I'm always surrounded by people that I love being with. And I think it's just getting that more out there and yeah, just basically trying to get more people to surf in Scotland because cold water is intimidating and there's a total fear factor there, but it's, I cannot describe how it makes you feel. It's like you can literally go in the sea, come out, it removes all your worries, your woes, any stresses, anxieties, and you come away just feeling as though you can take on absolutely anything. And I think for me, more than anything, it's getting that to other people because it's not as bad as you think. And you're just guaranteed to have the best time ever. Oh, my word. You are definitely selling it to me, ladies, for sure. You'd love to come. You'd love it. For somebody who won't even go to some at Busby Centre in Bells Hill to the swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm actually thinking, could I get in the sea? I mean, it sounds to me like if I was going to get in the sea, I would absolutely be going into the sea with, with you both because your passion and the, the sense of like, you know, it's a safe space that people will be there to look after you you won't be forced to do anything that you don't want to do that it is just this really nurturing lovely space to be part of almost like a like a family yeah like women have a lot on them in terms of like a lot of people work now a lot of people juggle family um and I think a lot of women get lost in that and they forget who they are they forget what they love um and I think it's important for women to bring something into their lives that they can have for themselves and it's not all about putting other people first um but yeah and I think Groundswell can do that for them that's important to say Abby because quite often on this podcast people are coming on because what they, their passion is their job and and that's great but it's nice to hear someone say that they're making time for a hobby for a passion project aside from their job and their lives and families and and responsibilities and I think it's important for us all to have something in our life that you know that's just for us everybody should have like a passion project or something that makes them feel good or takes the them into a different headspace because I mean, 2020 alone, goodness sake, like we all need something that we can take our head to and not have to worry about what's going on. But I think it is really important, especially for adults, and especially I always think for people who have children, like I think it's important for young people to see adults playing and having fun. Yeah. Like why does it all need to be serious? I think if you're going to be a good role model for any young people in your life, whether it be your own kids or, or, or kids that you work with or kids in your family, 
that it's important to show them that the fun doesn't stop or shouldn't stop when you become an adult. Like you should still be able to jump in the sea and have a lovely time with your pals, even if you're got a really like serious day job or that you have loads of responsibilities and you're classed as like a, a proper adult. Yeah. There's two aspects of that. There's um, Skylar, my daughter, she's six now, and bless her, she is desperate to be part of the groundsfolk like uh, group, and she's a salty sister. And she, I need to show you, Sally, I'll send you a picture too, Lisa, but she's written the most beautiful stories, like, too recently, and it's all, like... um. Uh, groundswell are um with people are filled with people that are kind and respect each other and um, it's all like the waves of love how we're catching waves and it's cool <laughs> but um also, going back to the other thing you said and like 2020 obviously with covid and everything that's happened the main thing people have lost in this is connection connection to others even if you think you're whatsapping people and on zoom calls it's not the same as being in person with people and like expressing yourself so I think this is we groundswell will be key in this moving forwards into 2021 hopefully when things relax and we can uh, increase our group size and things but I know like groundswell is loved by many and we're having good feedback from people have been but moving forward into 2021 we really want to get out there to as many people as possible just as you say, so you can connect with others and share emotions and feelings and be open and honest. And yeah, everyone, it's not easy. It really isn't easy. Everything that's going on right now, we can hopefully totally agree with like everything I've been saying and what you said before, Lisa, about um, families seeing like parents having fun and actually having the respect to yourself to give yourself that time um, and to have that creative time actually make will make you more productive in the long run because you're able to relax fully and able to function and have your your head clear you know and to be able to be that true version of yourself where you're creative and you're in the flow zone so we work with um this sort of model called the wave of tolerance and it comes from a kind of counseling psychotherapy background which is the window of tolerance and the wave of tolerance is like if you're in your low zone and it's a red zone and the sea's flat and you're feeling pretty flat and you might be on your sofa you can't get yourself up you're just watching tv maybe eating you know that kind of really down unmotivated like how do you get yourself from that place into your middle where the waves are just how you want them it's sunny you know all of the things that you'd like about the beach and you're feeling creative you're feeling like on point in your life you know your relationships feel good and you're right you know really balanced and in that flow zone and then the other end of the scale is when you're like hyper aroused, you might be an absolutely massive surf, you're over anxious, you're trying to do too much all the time. And how do you get yourself and have the tools and resources to bring yourself back into that flow zone? So we try and use those check-ins with our surf journals, like what can you do? So it might be oxygenating and trying to energize yourself from the low flat zone. How do you keep yourself well in, in your daily routines, maybe your morning routine to keep yourself in your flow zone during the day and how can you check back in with intention to make sure you're still in that place or if you're in the top end in the high zone how do you get yourself back down like what meditative tools can you use or maybe it's walking mindfulness walking or you know do you have like a little toolbox of those things so that you're regulating yourself and that's what we're bringing in through um, groundswell as well so that when people come over like they don't you know some people are coming from the borders or through from Glasgow we've had people from even London coming up and all over the place you know how how can they take that back to an inner city or a sort of landlocked situation and be able to use nature to be able to keep themselves well 
And if they're not able to even access nature, how can they have tools that they can use to re- to recognise where they are and their well-being scale and their wave of tolerance? And um, so important. I mean, I can't believe this has just been formed and then the pandemic happened, you know, and because we had our team sorted, we had this real fun time of like um, having these Zoom calls where we decided we were going to do a whole load of YouTube videos that everyone like contributed to. So it's like total like amateur um, filming and everything like that. We had such an amazing range. We had like Abby and Skylar making these like delicious cinnamon whirls. How do you make them? I I did like a series with my family, Craig and Leah, of like surf skating, like how to surf skate. So basically it's like skateboarding and how you do your turns for surfing from a beginner level. We had Rebecca making mandalas on the beach. We had like yoga sessions. There was like meditation sessions all on YouTube. So we had like, we offered them out for people like during lockdown. So they're still there if anyone wants to um, have a look. Sounds amazing. I love just that, that again, I keep saying the word community, but it just feels like, I think we all want something to belong to. You know, it's almost like you've curated this, this community, this family of people that are like minded that, you know that you might be coming from all worlds and different backgrounds and you know your your worlds might look quite different but just having this common ground where you can get yourself on the beach and into the water and also I I love how you talk about the kind of mindful aspect of it that it's not just all about being physically fit and being active which is obviously very important but like tuning in to your mental health that we all have mental health and we all have to look after it. And the outdoors is an amazing way to tap into your mental health. I think we all, we've all learned that, like when we were allowed to go out for an hour, the amount of people that I've seen locally walking, I'm like, I've never seen that person go out a walk. But now everybody's going out a walk and it's great. You know, if you're able to, if you're able to get out in the fresh air and explore the space around you, but that aspect of tuning into yourself. And I like how you mirrored it with the sea and it, it's like a really like accessible way for people to understand their own feelings and what they can do to better themselves and make themselves feel better when things are just overwhelming. On that note as well, obviously our aim at the end of a Groundswell session is to have everybody in their like ultimate, woo, stoke goal. But I think is we realise as well, we're not preaching or trying to make be like, hey, you've got to be happy all the time. It's a case of, as Nelly said, you've got your low zone, your flat zone, you've got your high anxiety, high stress zone. But it's the fact that like we to be able to learn and grow and move forward, we've all got to have these varying range of emotions and it, it can't be happy, go lucky all the time. And I think it's recognizing that and um basically like learning from it and it be, like it's okay to feel like that. We can't be happy all the time. And as you say, it's just equipping ourselves with the the tools and how to deal with it. But um, and yeah, surfing is always a good one for that. <laughs> no, I was just thinking about um, we we managed to run another surf therapy program at the end of this year because we couldn't get together to do that because we need to have some indoor space and um, like yoga spaces were all closed down. Um, mm. and then for a while they opened up and then they closed halfway through our program. But anyway, we had some amazing women on our second program who are still in touch and they're still going in the sea afterwards and we have a group a Facebook group after people have been in programs or if they've come to the community sessions which are once a month called sea self-love sessions but then people can keep the connections there and be able to go into the sea together and because we are all like Abby's a beach lifeguard and I'm a beach lifeguard and some of the other facilitators are beach lifeguards and coaches as well as trauma aware facilitators 
that we're able to teach a little bit about the environmental conditions of the sea. So looking out for how to spot where the currents are, how to read the forecasting, how to know how to make safe decisions about going into the sea and then tuning into your body about should I be going into the sea because how am I feeling because sometimes it should should be a day for staying on the beach Um, so all of these things come into play and it's a lot wider aspect than you would ever see from going to a surf school or anything like that and surf Mm -hmm. schools are really fun and they teach you how to be safe in the sea but sort of tuning into how you are as a person and your knowledge and accepting that kind of understanding of your ability in contrast with the sea and actually where you are in your physical and mental state in contrast to the sea as well um, is really important it's to be honest it's totally revolutionized my surfing like I've never surfed more happily as a person than I have done since I've been in groundswell because I'm always going in with an intention and even if it's busy I know that what I'm trying to get out of that day because I'm going in with that intention of it being like super fun or relaxed or whatever it is. Whereas mm-hmm. before I was probably like really self-critical. I was a single mom and I was in a, a domestic violent relationship for a while and all these kind of things. So I used to ha- hold a lot of fear in my body going into the sea and with a lot of like aggressive males. And there was always really nice guys there as well. And who always had my back and were who were like really peaceful so don't I'm not just saying it's all guys because there's a lot of men that are really supportive of the work that we're doing and there's some people that are looking into taking our program format to do some men's mental health work because it's so needed for all people however they identify and people are really welcome however they identify in terms of gender but yeah I've worked through like a lot of head games being in surfing and it totally reflected like and still does my my life and what I've worked through in terms of like different traumas that I've had and um it is it's an unbelievable like reflective tool going in the sea like literally as well as metaphorically and I also just wanted to say for next year so we're really excited for um what we're doing next year because we are going to open up our programs a bit more and try and have more to offer because they sell out really quickly and especially the surf festivals we had another four days of surf festivals and they had to be lower numbers but they they just sold out within half an hour as soon as they were put up and which just shows that people are really wanting that and the good thing is that all throughout most of the lockdowns we've been able to still operate on the beach and outdoors and so you know working with Sports Scotland and Scottish Surf Federation have been absolutely amazing as well as like our international surf sisters and Groundswell and the International Surf Therapy Organization just helping us to work out how to do things and next year um, Abby's coming in with more facilitating sessions which I'm really excited about and Um, we're going to still do our community sessions we're going to have more surf festivals we hope that we can do retreats at some point we don't know when that'll be but that's part of the plans and then also we're hoping to run three surf therapy programs so um, one for women from a black or minority ethnic background and really like specifically focused on our cultural values and trying to make sure we're as inclusive as we can be and also a covid recovery program and then an open referral surf therapy program as well so we're just trying to like make sure we've got the funding for that and the resources and everything like that and just navigating our way through all the different difficulties that we're having um, but the work's strong and powerful and we seem to be finding a ways of adapting 
whatever kind of hurdles and blocks seem to be put in the way, which there's plenty of. Even though there has been restrictions and there has been roadblocks and hurdles, like it seems like you have been on your mission to continue that sense of, you know, we are a community and we've got you and as soon as we can get back to what we love doing, we will and we've got all these plans and that we're not just going to be like, right, bye, see you whenever we can see you. Like you've done the YouTube channel, you've still connected with the community because it's important that people still feel part of something when we are so displaced and what is ringing true for me as well like loud and clear is that it's about being educated like you're not just like we're just going to go down the beach and jump in the water right you're obviously very clued up and informed about the sea and that you're both working on your own practice and educating yourselves and wanting to learn more you're not coming at it like we're experts we know everything but you are informed you both have you have spent a lot of time in the sea and you are clued up that you're able to help other people in their journey. But it sounds to me that you're constantly trying to make Groundswell Scotland even better, even more informed, a space where there is always room to learn more and know more. Totally. I'll let Abby say in a minute, we have got an amazing team. We've got a um, a psychotherapist on the team who helps with all the surf therapy programmes. She's a counsellor. We have another surf coach, Charlotte, who's just like so funny and wacky and she's an artist and she designed all our logos and um, all of the posters. And we've, we've got like just so many people supporting, you know, like we've got Rebecca, who's another surf sister and Sam and Louise, who does all about menstrual cycle awareness and dance of awareness bringing. And we've got, um, I don't want to miss anyone out. We've got Ellie, who's like helping with all of the like, secretarial stuff but also just bringing her kind of wisdom into it and we've got Davide who's like a really amazing surf coach but he's also a bit of a yogi and um just having his perspective on things we've got got like lots of business kind of people who are really work closely with like um yoga teachers and no plastic initiatives um like Lil and like Katie Wakefield and Caroline Foster and I don't want to keep naming people because I'll miss people out but we've just got a lot of um, different groups that we work with and I love you know that inclusion and collaboration and supporting each other especially for like small businesses that are in our area yeah I'd love Abby to talk a bit about No Plastic November which her and Ruth organized which has just been really fun this month as well it's been really good it's um so we set up a Facebook group and we're plugging it through Instagram as well but it's um Set yourself like a physical challenge in any way you felt comfortable. So I'm doing 100 kilometers running for the month. Um, and um, a few of the other girls are too. We've got Hannah, who's our amazing life coach, and Claire. Um, and Ruth's doing it as well, isn't she? And then the others are um, either skating or walking or doing like a yoga practice every day. The main aspect of it is... Um, to obviously raise awareness of the amount of plastic and litter and things like that on the beach. Um, So we're encouraging people where possible to make small changes. Um, For the likes of me and my family, I am very aware, the six of us in our household, so we we produce a lot of plastic through milk bottles and just coverings on vegetables and all. It's crazy. And uh, so we've uh, been getting... um, glass milk bottles which has been interesting for us this month um little fingers and um high bridges don't equate well for flimsy tinfoil lips (laughs) it's like nostalgic having the glass milk bottle delivered on the doorstep i love it totally and uh yeah like using soap bars rather than shower gels or shampoos and things like that i mean it is a massive learning curve and it, it is definitely a choice um and quite an expensive choice to be honest it's quite a 
privilege almost to access some of the alternative options. Um, but uh, yeah, we've had a brilliant response in the Facebook group. There's been people posting recipes and telling us what they've been up to in terms of um, the pickups. And it's quite horrifying, I guess, sometimes they might have letter that as is left on our beaches um, in and around the East Coast. But um, yeah, little baby steps. And as long as everyone's doing their little part, we can certainly build to make a difference. And um, I think we've got about 150 people in the group. Um, and we've raised, we were aiming to raise 500 pounds to put towards surf therapy programs 2021. And then um, we've well and truly exceeded that target now. We're up into um, 700 odd, actually. I haven't checked this morning. But um, no, we're, we're so pleased and proud of the effort that everyone's put in. And again, it just, brings it home how lucky we are to be surrounded by such supportive and amazing people. And um, as I said, like it's no plastic November, but I certainly will be maintaining some of the changes moving forward and uh, hopefully trying to make a bit of a change in terms of some of the supermarkets and things like that, because it's Aldi. I was in there the other day and they had these um, recycled, reusable bags for your food and vegetables but pretty much other than like fruit, I'm uh, sorry, like lemons, maybe like pineapples and mangoes that so you're not really going to put in a bag. Everything else was in plastic. So you could buy these bags, but you couldn't actually use them because there wasn't any fruit to purchase separately. Yeah. So um, cheeky wee email to Aldi. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, there's uh, certainly plenty of things that we can do to change to make a difference. So you're spot on that's the thing and like you're saying like we can all do something and and like some of the options yeah there may there may be a cost that you know you, you need to incur to to make that choice but there are other things like just looking after the outdoor spaces that we are accessing not leaving your rubbish if you're going to have like a barbecue on the beach or if you're going to go for a walk that not to leave your plastic and your rubbish behind like we can we can do that that doesn't cost anything um or to pick up plastic as you go you know just make it a bit of a you know an adventure for your family let's see how many pieces of plastic we can find and we all have a part to play and like or we can send an email to a supermarket and say eh, get your act together there's something that we can all do and I think that's important that your message isn't just that we use the outdoors we enjoy the outdoors that it's well we also respect the outdoors and that we are using it and that if we want to continue to use them and and feel the benefit of them then we all have a common interest to, to look after them yeah and as educating kids as you say as well like my kids bless them I think they've been uh out and about with others and telling people to pick up plastic they're like yes <laughs> so I was like I, I, like I'm obviously like encouraging them but um yeah it's funny how much they take it on board and um preach to others as well yeah even in schools and things like that I think they can really make a massive difference in um just raising awareness and um, we have plenty of other ways, really. So raising awareness, you know, making people think, but then the fact that you've raised some money means that that goes back into Groundswell and offers the opportunity to people to be a part of this amazing community. Yeah. Well, I think it's such a good initiative, yeah. Yeah, they were hoping to start, a, I think it's April, isn't it, will be the next um, surf therapy course. Yeah. But the money we've raised will make a massive difference to funding those places and equipment and the safety aspect and things like that as well would be brilliant no we're so lucky and I feel like we're lucky living in Scotland in a way because we are quite progressive and well in terms of what's needing done for the environment there's so much but there's like a Scottish government consultation out about what they're going to ban next in terms of plastic barks and things like that and then 
you know, we've just managed to get the um, like period poverty stuff in in Scotland. And there's quite a lot of like there's a wee business in East Lothian called Hey Girls and they produce like plastic free feminine hygiene products and stuff like that. And I think we've just got we've got quite a few wee things that are going on and you can even access some of the plastic free products, you know, for free now because they're really expensive normally like to buy you know the it's like middle class people maybe you could buy the like plastic free you know feminine hygiene products but now you know you can actually get that stuff for free I think just like all of these kind of things and the awareness is you know it's gonna just expand and it goes out like waves you know waves to the shore and people are telling each other and just making tiny lifestyle changes like what you said if you can't afford that stuff you can still you know, educate your kids or, you know, your friends and pick stuff up when you're just out for a walk at the park or whatever it is. So it's almost like that plant trees that you'll never see kind of thing. It's almost like it's a legacy, like you might not see a significant difference in your lifetime, but we have to still be responsible for leaving a better planet that, you know, behind. And also just what you were saying about that, bringing other people into the community and, um, encouraging like you know you were saying like the plastic free um sanitary products and stuff like I've had this has been a total education for me doing the podcast like I had the um representatives from lily pads on and they make uh, reusable sanitary products also I was thinking about Kirsty Crawford who's a conservationist that's been on the podcast and thinking like she would be the perfect person to work alongside you guys to to just you know encourage that message you know she does a lot of work outdoors with young people with women it's just about the people are doing amazing things and if we can just all come together think about how more amazing we could be and I think that's your it sounds like you are just very open to be like I come in it's not like an exclusive club where you're like sorry your name's not down you're not getting in like it feels like you're just very warm and open to encouraging as many people to be part of this to to grow and make it even better than it is yeah and it's just emphasized as well that it is for anyone Either if you're a, a really experienced surfer or if you've never surfed before, encouraging more people into the sea and it doesn't matter your experience, your age, your size, nothing. Like we're everybody is more than welcome. And yeah, we cannot wait to get more people involved. Next year, we also have a couple. Of, we're going to be having two ambassadors and we've just been working with um, Scottish Surf Federation and we're going to have an ambassador for diversity and well-being and, a di- and an ambassador for community and skill so we've got one of them places filled which is Phoebe Strachan who is a Scottish um, number one surfer for in competition wise and she lives up in Thurso and she also runs the surf club for kids up there and she's a teacher she's been a postie and she's such a like giver you know she's given so much and she really wants to support us with this just like having an aspiration you know and just uh, coming from like a normal kind of background and that you can achieve all of this by working hard or maybe you can do these maneuvers if you (laughs) on this on the wave if you like practice a lot but she's pretty gutsy and for the other side of it just having people's voices coming into and what their experience is living in Scotland as a person of from a, um, a different country or a person of colour, just like making sure that we are making our courses accessible for people from all different backgrounds and having representation from whatever your uh, identity is. Um, so we're finding that really, really important and just digging into that a bit more. And our team is quite diverse as it is, which is really good, but we just want to make sure we've got that at the centre of our culture um, 
and just you know coming into that with awareness and um yeah so anyone that can like contribute so Claire who's on our team is like delivering a wee workshop for our team about that that the UK cycling's done a lot of work on diversity which is amazing so we've got some training from them coming through and then like what Abby said we've also got Hannah uh, Buckin on our team who's like a life coach and she gives like us particularly me and Abby like a lot of support around business coaching and making connecting in with what our values are and how we get that in through the culture of our organization about being open and inclusive and that kind of thing so hopefully that'll take us well into 2021 and um yeah I love what you're saying about lily pads and you know um meeting Kirsty Crawford and just like having connections you know widely and knowing what's going on in Scotland because it's amazing like what goes on on a small on in the small scale just because we don't make it onto like mainstream media very much um so why we're lucky to have these kind of platforms now that we can connect and that's what's going to you know support our country and keep us well and um, you know support people in their lives I hope yeah I commend you both for for your work and, and everyone that's involved I think it's wonderful and I really admire that you've made space for this in your your lives personally but also that you've then made that you know an opportunity for other people to be part of um, it just sounds wonderful and all the plans that you have for the future I'm sure they'll come to fruition because the passion's just driving it I'm going to ask you a question that's almost probably too difficult to answer but it'll just be like the first thing that comes into your head I guess but Abby what has been like the best day for you being part of Groundswell Scotland? Um, well there was one girl who was who came along to Groundswell bless her um, and she was absolutely terrified of water hadn't been beyond her ankles and um she'd set this got herself this goal of getting in the sea and um coming to one of our sessions which I mean bless if to even sign yourself up for something when you're terrified that much um and I was her little sister partner and um she was on the board absolutely flying um into shore like she even she, she went up and um, she was up like, to her shoulders, I believe, in the waves. And um, she loved it. And honestly, like, see the change in her. I, and it just, like, makes you just buzz so much. It's just it's just lovely to see that you can help someone get beyond a fear, but then, like, enjoy themselves so much with it. She's been back a couple of times since. Um, so that really stands out knowing that um, that made such a difference to someone's life I think you just have these moments every so often like even just looking across and seeing all these faces smiling and having the best time catching waves and knowing that yourself you just feel in such a like happy place it's just yeah it's just incredible there's certainly a few moments where you just kind of catch yourself lounging around on the board in the waves looking over at just some of the best people in the world and Scotland is just so beautiful as well. I think it's, despite the cold and all that, it's just it's just incredible. We're so lucky. What about you, Sally? What's your standout moment, do you think? Uh, yeah, there's been loads as well. I mean, the first surf festival was incredible. I remember when there was just loads of people there and people's like partners came along and families at one point and we'd just eaten and we'd been in the surf and we'd done yoga and we we're just like totally blissed out like all salty and sunny and uh, that's just my favorite kind of feeling and um, but I just thought of quite a funny moment that we had in the last surf therapy program so we've had people like really really struggling but managing to make it to come along and we decided um, one of the themes was your sea spirit animal 
and like acting like it so we ended up like going along the beach acting like our sea spirit animal so like I was being a seal and someone else like was being a mermaid and then like uh, Charlotte will kill me for saying this but she was one of the um, coaches and she decided she was a hippo that day so we were all going along the beach acting like hippos like laughing our heads off it was just really silly and fun and then she was getting the nickname hippo and she's like no 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 that was just that day <laughs> so she'll listen to this and be like you weren't supposed to tell anyone um, it's, it's you know it was just the amount of trust that we had within the group within a short period of time to be able to do that and yeah the laughter that comes in the freedom is really beautiful and I've seen a lot of people benefiting like not being at work and getting back to work through the programs through one-to-ones as well and some of the feedback you get is like pretty pretty incredible mm-hmm. um, and on the surf journals as well so I know it's making an impact and uh, I know that it's like sustainable and people are bringing it into their lives so yeah it's uh, it's good fun. Get just sounds really in, in empowering, like what you were saying, Abby, about that person who really was like stretching their comfort zone big time, but that you were able to empower her, but and and seeing her enjoy it so much and come out of her comfort zone that that was empowering for you that you were able to support somebody in that that space. And there is that fear factor, I'm sure, about for for a lot of people and even yourself sometimes when you're in the water and it's the unpredictability of it, but. I think it's it's massively important that we all in some way shape or form try to stretch our, our comfort zones and I guess like running groundswell there will be moments for you both that you know you will have felt out your comfort zone whether that's in the sea or whether that's from a business perspective or that you know everything that is involved in putting something like this together but um, I commend you for coming out of that comfort zone stretching it big time because it sounds like you're doing amazing things it really does. I'll put all the links in the show notes for sure so that people can find you guys and support you for sure. So um, yeah, anything I can do to support what you're doing and promote it. You're in the clan now, you're in the Brave clan. So Woo-hoo. Amazing. You're in. in the Groundsville clan and in the water. Well <laughs> coming over next summer. Yeah, Sally said I'm best to wait till it's a wee bit warmer, maybe if I'm a total wuss. Yeah. <laughs> I said you could come to the gin session, but the February's pretty good too. Gosh. <laughs> just think you're in Sri Lanka it's all good (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I'm aware of time and you are busy busy people but um, I wanted to bring us on to something it's a bit playful and I know you you like a a bit of playing a bit of a game so very quickly I'm going to take you on to the thingamabobs if you'll indulge me they're just random questions you can throw over to the other person if you're like I don't have a clue (laughs) (laughs) phone a friend (laughs) <laughs> pretty much yeah. so um okay i'll put this one out first um can you finish this sentence i have always wanted to i'd really like to get really good on my synthesizer and play like a big dance party night yes exactly <laughs> 20s or something but i've got a wee turntable and a synth and i play like me and my brother do some jamming and i'd love to like you know get really good at that and yeah you know, and i think that'd be really fun I've always, always, always wanted to play the drums. Come on now, Groundswell Band. I know, exactly. Oh, we could form a band and have a Groundswell party night. So do you already play an instrument, Abby? I play the clarinet at school and I have. I, I genuinely think I could probably pick it up and play it again. It's still upstairs. I went to sell it like a few years ago and I couldn't bring myself to do it. I was like, oh, no, 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 I've got to do it because I, I want to play the clarinet in front of the kids. But I was just like, it's like the least coolest thing. My dad always hoped I'd go onto the saxophone. But then, like, obviously, I met boys and 
into trouble. But I will probably bring it back out the bag. But yeah, piano and drums. I've always wanted to do that. That's brilliant. I, I can see a groundswell Scotland band forming for the next festival for sure. What's the best advice ever given to you? Never eat yellow snow. <laughs> <laughs> do what you love and love what you do. Ah, oh, very on brand. Love that. That's yeah. total broad brave chat, that. <laughs> oh, or live it like you love it. The old Tim Burgess from the Charlatans in the 90s. That was my favourite thing he said. Brilliant. Well, here's one. 99 or a nugget wafer? Ooh, I think I'd go nugget wafer. Me too. That's the one with the mallow in it, isn't it, yeah? Aye. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I just feel there's more of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get your chocolate, your marshmallow, and your wafer, and your ice cream. So, and you can, no... you can stack more ice cream on top of a wafer as well, kind of nuggets rather than a cone. You're only like you're restricted with space in the cone. Totally. I'm all about the ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Squashes out the side a bit, but you can deal with that. I'm a pretty fast eater. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to write a biography about Groundswell Scotland. What would you call it? Waves of love. I was just about to say that. She put me to the post. <laughs> 100%. We give out waves of love in our circles and you get, it's basically like you take your hands and put it out from the heart and the other person has to receive it when they've said something amazing. So it's like waves of love. So for instance, if I said today in the waves, I want to find like peace and excitement, then you would all give me waves of love and I'd take it into my heart. And then I'd at least inhale and just accept it. So. How lovely is that? Yeah. It is really sweet. It's really funny because some people really struggle with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not very good at being kind to ourselves a lot of the time. So um... I love it, though. That you, I mean, like you do it anyway. And like it's however anybody wants to take that, like... I almost like I imagine that you've probably had to do a wee bit of myth busting with and you and you've met you've kind of bust a lot of myths for me like when you were talking about it and you're saying it's not it's not this it's not that you have to be super cool to be part of it although I do think these are very cool I have to say um, <laughs> but you know like it's about that kind of myth busting like we're not all like you know airy fairy hippy dippy but we we do share that love and we do send waves of love and it's up to people whether they take that on board or they just like you come to the the kind of groundswell scotland space as you are and you take what you need that's kind of the vibe that i get embrace the cheese <laughs> the cheese. <laughs> i might not be great in the water but i'd be all for the chat i'd be all there yeah aye. i'd end up getting chucked in the sea just so i could shut up <laughs> <laughs> Less talking, Lisa. More surfing. Okay. Um, <laughs> and the last question that I ask everyone is: What is your favourite Scottish word or phrase? <laughs> I actually have one for this because I said it to someone the other day. Because the other day, right, there was this absolutely massive swell, so it means the waves were ginormous. They were really big, and I was like saying to someone, "Oh, the waves were like chondy yesterday," and then um, he was like, "Ah, huh? what?" And I said. Oh, you know, muckle, they were massive. And he said, what did you say? I said, chondy. Do you not know what that means? And he goes, no, I don't think that they say that anywhere. But in Haddington, where I grew up, we used to say stuff was chondy. Chondy, I don't even know if it's Scottish or not. <laughs> but anyway, muckle or chondy and the waves, that's a good way to describe how big the waves are, in my opinion. That is a first, Sally. No one has said that. <laughs> I don't even, maybe it's not even a Scottish word. <laughs> have you made that up, Sally? Is that just a Sallyism? <laughs> I think it might be a Haddieism. <laughs> 
Um, God, for me, I think there's so many because I think the best thing about Scottish people is like the cheeky charm, like they're rude, but get away with it. And there's so many like words that embrace that. But like Bampot, Yaldi, I love all this kind of stuff. But um, I remember when um, I went, I lived in Manchester for a little while. I got a job down there. And um, I remember I was like, oh, he dingied me. And they were just like, oh, yeah. You what? Dingy, what does that mean? But I remember even like because I'm I grew up on the west coast, and um, when I moved over here, it's like I can, you're like Ken, and like everything Ken. I was just like Ken, who's this guy Ken? But I remember there was one person that spoke to me, and they said Ken twice in a row, like in one sentence, like, I can Ken, and I was just like Ken. <laughs> <laughs> you can Ken. Oh, do you know what we used to like to do when we were younger? Is like keep shotty while someone went for a pee behind the bushes. Keeping shotty, that's a good one. <laughs> like, keep shotty while me and Thingy go for a pee behind the bushes. You can. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I'm sure there's still plenty of peeing behind bushes going on in your <laughs> in your circles. <laughs> being outdoors yeah, especially so with lockdown of the public toilets. As long as you don't pee in your wetsuit, then it, anyone's welcome. <laughs> that's good advice. That's good advice. <laughs> Keeps you warm, but it's not worth it in the long term. <laughs> when you're oh, marinating in your own juices I'm going to put people off now I know Sally you're supposed to be <laughs> inviting me along this is not good chat I'll come prepared Excellent. I can't thank you enough this has been a total joy and thank you for all the effort you've gone to, to make this happen it would have been lovely if, to do it in real life and of course I'm, I'm really hoping that we can be in real life one day but um, I wish you all the best with Groundswell Scotland I think it's amazing what you're doing your energy just oozes out of you and I'm going to do it I'm sending you waves of love Woo! sending them towards you and all of your crew and uh, thank you for joining the Bro Brave Clan thank you very Aww. very first podcast Woo! waves of love to you Lisa too thank you I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Bra and the Brave, a podcast about people and their passions. Join us next time for more insight and inspiration from my wonderful guests. Bye for now.